Welcome to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Dawson. I'm a professional psychic medium and mentor. In this show, I'll be sharing my personal experiences as an intuitive and discussing my journey with mediumship development. But that's not all. I'll also be bringing in guests to talk about fascinating topics like near-death experiences, spiritual awakenings, astral traveling, encounters with interdimensional beings, energy healing, and more. Together through open and honest conversations, we'll challenge the way we think and support one another. My hope is that these discussions will help you connect with your own spirit and feel seen and validated in your experiences. So join me as we dive into inspiring conversations that are going to push boundaries and encourage personal growth. Get ready to explore new perspectives and embrace the power of connection. All right, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Connected Spirit Podcast. I am so excited to interview my next guest. He is somebody who I've been following on social media and also been watching on an incredible show called SPTV. So let me introduce you to him. His name is David Hale, and he is a British psychic medium. As a teenager, David was told by many a psychic that he had an ability that he should work on, but he didn't open up to his ability until many years later in 2017. Now, having embraced his ability as a medium, David loves helping people through his work and loves seeing the difference that this work truly can provide souls. And David works with the ethos of leaving people feeling better than when he found them. David has also been featured in Fate and Fortune magazine and has his own fortnightly show on Spiritual Psychics TV. David, so excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me. Nice, excited to be here. You know, it's interesting because on social media, we meet so many people. I think that's the majority of where I meet people nowadays, but I really like your vibe. Now, why do I say that? Because you're really straightforward, you're authentic. And I feel like there's some similarities in our philosophy when it comes to mediumship. And my God, if we look at social media, there's so many different interpretations, philosophies, and different ways of people showing up as mediums and even presenting what mediumship is and what it looks like. And there is such a big gap between, can I say, like as a spiritualist minister, as being trained in the spiritualist church, the philosophy has always been around evidence of soul survival. And we look at mediumship as a science, because if we attune ourselves to the spirit world and bring through that information, and it can be repeated more than once, then it is scientific, right? And so that's kind of part of our philosophy. And then we look at social media and all these people that are, you know, got a little, a little bit of abilities, but enough to be dangerous, you know what I mean? And they're giving a completely different philosophy or perception of mediumship, which is fine. I'm not saying everybody has to, you know, be like me, God, please don't <laughs> be yourself, <laughs> be yourself. But I, I, I will say there's a lot of trash out there. There's a lot of garbage out there. Mm-hmm. And so I'd love to hear about like, what is your philosophy? Where are you in this in this mix of what mediumship is really about for you, what is mediumship all about and what purpose does it serve? Well, I've always said, and I say to my followers as well, is that the, the work that I do is more than just readings because mediumship is more than just readings. And I think there are a lot of people out there who 
Look, fair enough. And you don't have to be religious or attach yourself to a particular faith. But I think people forget where mediumship comes from. And I was also trained in a spiritualist church as well. So it wasn't just me waking up one day thinking, oh, I can talk to dead people. It was about learn the philosophy behind mediumship. You know, that we do believe that we can connect to those that have crossed over, whether, you know, it's through another medium or through a medium yourself, right? That's one of the principles of spiritualism is the continuous existence of the, of the human soul and the communion of angels, the communion of, of spirit and the ministry of angels. And I very much, I try to live my life by the seven principles so that's kind of the philosophy that I follow. And that's why I have my own podcast as well, as you know. it's For me, it's about teaching, sharing knowledge, sharing wisdom about the spirit world, as I say, not just about reading, reading, reading. Because that's part of part of our, you know, part of the work that we do is to give that that survival evidence, right? And to give that that proof, if you like, of of the spirit world. So that's how I just try to how I try to live. That's the philosophy that I go by. I try again, try to live by the seven principles. Don't always work, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that's life, right? <laughs> we <Yeah>. try. <laughs> but that's that's the philosophy that I follow. Again, yeah, it's not just about, oh, I can connect to a, to you know, to the spirit world. It's no, this is how I live my life. It's a way of life to me and not just a job, if that makes sense. Totally, totally. And I know when I was really at a place in my life where I'm like, holy shit, I I thought I turned these abilities off and now spirits coming in full force. And what do I mean by that? I shouldn't say they were full force, but it sure felt like it. It's just the abilities came became so strong that I couldn't deny it anymore. And then yeah. I went looking for help and support. Like, how do I manage this? What does this even look like? And I got the support that I needed through the spiritualist churches and it was incredible. Yeah. And what I think is really important is that when people are developing their abilities, that they're really grounded in, in the philosophy. And I love how you say, David, like mediumship is so much more than just the message. It really yeah. is because it becomes a, a lifestyle. Don't you find like your whole life changes, even, even the body as an instrument, it changes, you know, like for myself, I have to limit how much caffeine I, I drink. And like I was telling you before the show, I had a gator too much sugar kept me up all night where before it wouldn't and you know alcohol girl I love girl loves a glass <laughs> of wine okay but it affects me in a way that I feel uncomfortable not for drinking but my body doesn't it, it's too sensitive now that I, I can't even drink and I mean if wow. if y'all can have a glass of wine or two three no problem <laughs> for me it just doesn't work anymore so it's like people think oh I just want to be a medium and talk to dead people and be like you know the Long Island medium well that's not how mediumship really works mm -hmm. what are your thoughts and insights on mediumship today when when somebody is new and they've experienced the loss of a loved one and they're searching for mediums like there's a mixed barrel out there what are your thoughts on the different types of mediumship that are out there right now and and yeah we'll start with that we'll start with that well I think you said you used the word earlier which I <laughs> I agree with and I laughed at which is there was some trash out there in fact I, I saw a video today which my friend who's another medium he posted it on his socials and I looked at it and I thought it was like a parody or something but it wasn't it was this real live reading and I was like oh my god I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe this happening it was horrendous <laughs> I I think these days and the problem is that everybody wants a quick fix everyone wants to know 
now. And I remember at the beginnings of my development, I was told just to take the foot off the gas a little bit, not because I was I was purposely rushing my development, but because I was so interested in it and I found something that I knew I could I could do that I was good at. I wanted to learn more. But that was that's the difference. I wanted to learn more. I wanted to understand and explore. I didn't just want to go out there and just read, 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 read for people or get on the stage. That's that was the furthest thing from my mind. It was about the the journey of it and look, I'm, I can be quite impatient by nature right so I, <laughs> I I did go at health health level so yeah I was like full throttle for some of it but I did learn to take my foot off the gas a little bit and really take in the experiences that I was having whether it be directly through spirit myself whether it be through the people I was working with at the church whether it be through clients or whatever I was trying to take everything in so I could learn by it and I feel like some of that is, as I say, is missing today where people just want to go, 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 read, 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 read. And even hearing stories that people want to develop just to make it an extra bit of money. And I'm like, I hear that. And that does drive me mad because a lot of us that do it for the right reasons, we put the time, the effort, the dedication into it. We're not thinking about, oh, is this going to make me a fortune? Because trust me, it doesn't. And I think that's the difference. And that is where the damage can be done and i think you used the word earlier on earlier on as well which was it can be dangerous because these people are not necessarily doing it for the right reasons do you know what i mean so i think that's a big difference and i and i come back to the philosophy of it i think people are trying to bypass the the philosophical aspect of it and go just go straight to the mediumship without really understanding where it comes from you know, how you know how does medi- how does mediumship develop well no how and they just don't they don't necessarily put those things together and that's where it can be say that's where it can become very dangerous and that can actually cause more harm than good absolutely because i feel like with so many people you know i remember when i finally gave my first contact i was like holy smokes like what's going on and but the the validation that came through from the recipient like how did you know that well i don't know that this is what your dad's telling me it was life changing it was also life giving for me because now all those little voices and and those people i was seeing it, was, it wasn't in my mind it wasn't made up but I knew that I wanted to be disciplined from the beginning in the mediumship. And so I feel like some people, we got to look at the why, the why we're doing this and, and who are you wanting to be because of this? Because as I'm sure, you know, David, like mediumship, it, like we've talked about, it's a lifestyle, but my God, it's a journey of self-discovery outside of the mechanics of you know, mm-hmm. I sit in the power, I attune, I link with spirit, bring through evidence, and then I shut down or t- turn my awareness yeah. off. And I feel like so many people just have no, no real understanding, or they don't grasp, or they don't desire to understand what this really, really means. So I'm curious if you could share with us a little bit about when you started your development, what that looked like, and the training and the support that you got that really gave you that firm foundation. Cause as I'm talking to you, I'm like, wow, you're so grounded, which is so refreshing. <laughs> it's so refreshing. Cause sadly, so many people aren't, they, they see what they see on television and social media, which is fine. Cause I think there's a benefit to that. But in reality, 
mediumship's quite different. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, it was, I mean, I, I've got, I don't, I wasn't aware of spirit as a child. Right. So I, I don't have, that's just, I have a lot of those stories, which is fine, but it's not how it started for me. I think that's important to say that because I think when I've looked back at, you know, other mediums that I used to watch on TV and hear their stories, I used to look at those people and think, oh, they're special. They're born special. That's why they can do it. Actually, we're no more special than anybody else, right? I'm just a normal person. I've just got an ability that I can you know, connect with spirit or whatever. So, and I think sometimes when you hear stories, you do question yourself and go, well, if if I didn't experience that, maybe I'm not a medium then. Because that's how sometimes how I felt with the journey as well. Because I didn't grow up in a spiritualist family. I grew up in a very Irish Catholic family. So the spirit world wasn't talked about and none of that. So it was all, it was, it was more, you know, if you're good, you go to heaven, you're bad, you go to hell, that kind of thing. <laughs> so we didn't, I don't, I, we never talked about psychics, mediums, or do anything spiritual within the family. So again, it's one of those things you think, well, I can't be them because I'm not surrounded by that. Apparently I used to talk to, to wallpaper as a baby. I was told that, but obviously I don't remember that because I was very, very young. But I just said earlier on, as part of, part of my bio, I used to go to psychic fairs and shows from about the age of 16, I think. And as you said, a lot of the psychics would tell me, oh, you've got an ability, we should work on it. And I'd be like, thanks, <laughs> move on. Because I didn't I didn't think I, I could do it. I didn't think, me, a psychic? I don't really think so. And it's not till you look back, isn't it? You go, hmm, that's what that was. Anyhow, I then, it was then I was, I was 34, and this was 2017 and life had just settled down a bit. I think up to that, I was traveling a lot with my job and I was doing some other stuff. So my life just took a, a different turn up for those number of years. So then it was actually, it was actually the Long Island medium show. <laughs> I was, remember I was sat on my bed and I was on YouTube. And as you know, as you do, you go into YouTube and you find yourself four hours later in this YouTube hole somewhere video after everything why am I here <laughs> and um I was I found the Long Island Medium show and I was just watching back-to-back -back episodes and something in my head just said right now it's time I can't explain it it was just I thought oh maybe I can do this then after years of me watching it myself on tv or going to see shows or whatever so I started like doing the old Google searches, you know, maybe not necessarily the best thing to do, but, you know, you search, what is the third eye, how to open the third eye, meditation. So I started developing myself for about three months. And then I got to a point where I was like, do you know what? I need help with this. I need someone or people that I can share my experiences with because I said, no, I didn't tell anyone in my family I was doing it to start with because none of us were mediums or whatever. So I thought I need a, a unit or a group or something that can help me to maybe bring it out and develop it more. And so I found a spiritualist church, which is not far from me. And I went along and as soon as I walked into the church, it was like, okay, I feel like I'm, it sounds really like sickly, but <laughs> I felt like I was home yeah. and I felt comfortable and I felt, okay, this, this is where I'm supposed to be. And I sat in circle for, gone as how many years and then the pandemic hit and that was it really so I, I I found my my group my supportive group that I could talk about I could talk uh, about my experiences with and I can learn from and all that kind of stuff and that's how my development really started was there and then really so yeah the rest of the history as I say 
You know, what's interesting is so many people don't know about spiritualism and don't know about the spiritualist churches. And sadly, it is not super popular here in Canada. I mean, you can go in any city and you will see dozens of Catholic and Christian churches, which no problem. I was raised in a Christian church, but there's not too many spiritualist churches. And when I went to the UK a couple of times when I trained at AFC, I mean, there's lots of spiritualist churches over there. And so it's yeah. more well known. And yeah. for those of you that are listening, uh, maybe David, you could share with them just a little bit about like what the spiritualist church is. Because when we think about spiritualist, people might go, oh, what is that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not a cult. No, it's not a cult, <laughs> think, exactly. It's, 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 an, it's an occult or something. No, spiritualist church is just like any other church you go into, but it's just, it's based on the spiritualist faith. So you have your Catholic churches, Christian churches, or wherever you want to go, temples, what have you. But no, spiritualist church is just a church to go, which practices the 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 religion of spiritualism and many people don't realize that spiritualism is a legally recognized religion it's not just something we've made up it's not a cult it's it's a recognized religion it's very obviously it's, it's a more modern religion it's not as old as catholicism obviously but the, i was thinking about this earlier on actually is when people ask me you know what why do you enjoy going to a spiritualist church and i say to them because a spiritualist church welcomes anybody doesn't matter what religion you are, where you come from, what you believe in. We believe in the spirit world that we can communicate with spirit. Obviously, there's more to it than that, as we know. But you are all welcomed. No one is turned away. And and that's what that's the thing I like about it is that it, it's inclusive. We don't exclude anyone because they live a certain way or they've got that certain belief. It's no come in, come in, enjoy, and. I said something on my, in my book, I think uh, I wrote it where I said, with spiritualism, we don't tell you what to do. We give you the philosophy and it's up to you to, to make your own mind up is for you to come to your own conclusions. And then that's the thing I like about it is that it's not restrictive. It's not judging. It's come in. This is what we believe in. Take it, leave it, what happened, <laughs> whatever, make your own minds up. And um, we're lucky in the UK that we do have spiritual churches all over the place up and down the country wherever you go in the uk there's always a spiritualist church there so we're quite lucky from that point of view where we do have people that there are places that they can go where i know and other people have said to me from the states that over in, in the states or even australia you don't have that kind of thing that we have here which is unfortunate but because the spiritual churches are great places to develop your mediumship Absolutely. And to get the support that you need too. And, and it's so normal and relaxed when you go into those places. Like when I was having my awakening, I ran to the spiritualist church because actually I didn't even know it was a spiritualist church, David. I was like, who the hell can help me? And, yeah. and that I came across the spiritualist church and it was so comforting. And like you had mentioned when you went into the church, it was like, it came, it was like coming home. And that's the exact phrase that I've used because it was like, where do you go to talk about the things that you're experiencing and seeing and feeling where you're not going to be judged or ridiculed yeah. or ostracized. Right. So for those yeah. of you that are listening and curious about 
spiritualism, you can check out the SNU, which is the Spiritualist National Union, and that's the governing body for the UK. And they have the SNUI as well. So they do have online classes and they have online divine services as well that you can check out. So please don't think that you're stranded. In Canada, we have the Canadian Association of Spiritualist Churches. And in the US, we have the National Spirit, or they have the National Spiritualist Association of Churches. So I'll go check those out if you're interested, because there are some locations that you might be able to physically go to. And if not, a lot of a lot of services are being done online, a lot of development circles mm -hmm. as well. So if you're looking for, yeah. for places, go check them out. But yeah, it's it's incredible how it's so grounded and so normal when we talk about mediumship and then outside of the spiritualist church, it's almost like entertainment. And some of it's like very airy fairy. And I'd love to talk about that. In your professional work as a medium, as a conduit for the spirit world, I'm, and, and you have your own shows, so I'm sure you come across all different sorts of people. What are some of the misconceptions that you have seen or noticed with people about mediumship that is completely opposite to what it actually is? Well, the first thing that is easy, because <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you, it's not, it's not easy. Especially, it's not easy standing on the platform to an audience of people. I'm telling you that now. There are a lot of misconceptions. I think one is that we're always connected, and that we always walk around with dead people in our heads, and that isn't the case. Well, not for me anyway. I'm very good at switching myself off. I'm very disciplined and grounded. That no, I'm not working. That's it. So leave me alone. <laughs> not today. Um, yeah, we're not walking around, you know, talking to dead people all the time. That we dial a ghost. That they oh, can, can, can contact my dad, please. It's 0800, dial a ghost. No, that's not it either. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's very, very much not. I don't mean to make fun of it, but there are people who think that it's now we're just, I'll pick up a phone. Oh, yeah, I can pull you through. That's it. We're here. That's yeah. not how it works either. Well, there's quite a few. And another one that people do ask me is and it's just out of curiosity I think is that are we when we lose a loved one are we do we are we do we get affected I'm like yes because we're human because yeah. just because I can connect to the spirit world doesn't mean I'm not affected by grief I I grieve exactly the same as you anyone else would do if mm -hmm. I lose a loved one what else there's, there's quite a few I can't even those are some, in, those are some really of... good ones, David, because I love how you say 1-800-DIAL-A-GHOST. I always say this in my readings, you know, people <laughs> think it's 1-900-DIAL-A-SPIRIT. That's what I always say. And it's not, yeah. you know, especially like a lot of my clients are global. They're outside of Canada or they're on the other end of Canada. So we're doing Zoom, right? And yeah. I said, you know, I don't dial them up and go, hi, you're needed in Courtney's Zoom room. Can you come on down? <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Spirit communication is natural, but there's a lot that goes into the, mm. the production of the communication to be able to even connect with spirit. We don't just turn it on and turn it off. There's an actual process that goes on. And, you know, I just really really am going to, in 2024, keep pushing and pushing and talking more about ethical mediumship because there is just such a lack of it right now. And I feel like there's a lot of people that, you know, and I mentioned earlier in the show, they have enough knowledge to be dangerous. And what I mean by that is they have enough information to lead people astray so that these, you know, for whatever reason, to make a buck, I don't know, 
usually it's money motivated and they'll bring these people in. And I have a friend that this happened to, they bring these people in, they're going to mentor them and they have ulterior motives and they don't teach them the basics of grounding, attuning, how to link, how to say, okay, when you're done working, you're done working with spirit. Like yeah. physically, we're not meant to be producing mediumship all day long. I know yeah. when I've done more than three readings in a, in a day, I feel it. And mm -hmm. I know early in my development, and I think we're always developing. So that's why I say I'm always oh, a absolutely. medium, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember I had done two readings, private readings. They're an hour long. And then I had to do a dem that night, two hours. I felt sick the next day, like just a bit nauseous and like not vomiting or anything, but like I did feel a bit nauseous. I felt very depleted and a bit shaky and it was too much. It was too much. This was about maybe, I don't know, maybe six years ago, five or six years ago. And it, it was a, it was a wake up call. If you're demonstrating on the platform, don't be doing private readings before because it takes such a toll on the body. I learned that lesson. It was not this Christmas, it was Christmas before. I was working at a psychic fair. And I think it was the first time I, because sometimes at psychic fairs, I go along just to do some spiritual healing because people need that as well. Yeah. But I thought this particular event, I thought I would give the, give the readings a go because I know how busy they are. Courtney, I, I read for nine people in between 11 and five. And then I had to, I had half an hour, an hour to, to drive home from the venue to do an online service where I read for another three people. I was for ne next, the next day I was sick for two weeks. And I thought, I'm <laughs> that's it. I thought I'm never going to, I'm do never doing that ever again. That's certainly my lesson that I learned then. <laughs> it's nice to help all those people, but you're right. We only have a certain amount, I believe, of energy that we can use any one day. It's like asking anybody to go to their job and work, you know, work that job for 12 hours and then go and do another job the same evening is exactly the same thing. So we have to be very conscious and use the word the discipline as well. We have to be very disciplined. And I know that I am very disciplined. Again, when I'm working, I'm on. When I'm not working, I'm off. But we do have to have that discipline as well. And I think that's some of that is probably what's missing out there at the minute as well, is that people just go, 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 leave myself open, walk up to people in the supermarket, say, no, I've got your dead, I've got your dead grandmother stood here. All that, that does happen, but that needs to, that's some stuff that really annoys me and that actually just needs to stop a little bit as well. Oh, I'll just say it right out. Anybody who's listening to this podcast, do not be like that. Do not go <laughs> up to random strangers in a grocery store, the gas station, a restaurant, the shopping center, if you're walking down the street and you're aware of spirit, keep walking. Because first thing I'm going to tell you is there's no such thing as an urgent message. It is yeah. your desire to give the message. Believe yeah. me, if spirit can get a message through you, believe me, believe me, they're going to find somebody else. Spirit is intelligent. So don't do that. And my <laughs> reason is well, one, you don't need to be walking around open like 7-Eleven, like the corner store. You don't. It's not good for you. It's not ethical. And most importantly, the people that you're going up to, they may not be in a receptive state. They may not even believe in the spirit world. They may not even believe in life after death. And then you go up to them because you feel this sense of urgency. You got to give the message. You got to give it. And you actually can unintentionally 
but can cause more harm than good. And those mm-hmm. people who were going to be perhaps some point in their life ready at a, and at a place in their life to be able to say, okay, you know what, maybe I'm going to explore mediumship. I'm going to seek out spirit communication or afterlife communication. Now you've completely screwed that up for them because they're like, oh, this is what mediums are about. They just go up to random strangers. No, 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 honey. We don't do that. We don't do that. Don't, don't be like that. Please don't, please don't. It is a sacred, it's a sacred craft. It really is. And what I mean by a craft is because it's so much more than just the message. Yeah. So what would be your tips or advice for people that are looking, that are curious, that are on a journey of self-discovery and think they may have some abilities? What would your tips be for them? So do your research, I would say. First things, do your do your own research because, and go with what you resonate with because when I was developing, I was, re- I was told by some mediums, don't read any books. I was told by other mediums, read as many books as you can. So you kind of, in your, in your own mind, you go, well, what do I do then? Because one person's telling me one thing, that person's telling me the other. And I did, and I was, I was doing my research, I did read and I did explore different things. And... You know, you, you get to a point where you've read five books about the same topic and every single book gives you something different <laughs> to give a different answer. And I sat with my guides, I'm one of them called Dolly. I said to her, right, Dolly, what do, I'm trying to develop, what do I believe here? What do I, and she come back straight away, she said, David, you have to go with what you resonate with. And that's what I say to people as well, because there are people out there who, in my opinion, do you give a lot of rot is what I want to call it. They they give you a lot of things that are just rubbish. And you have to be able to discern what do you resonate with? What makes sense to you? If that thing that's been told to you does not make sense, then it don't make sense. It's that simple. But if that person over there, if they say something which resonates with your soul, and I will say to people, your soul will know what resonates with it when it hears it or feels it. And so go with that. So just be aware of your own mind, what you believe what you feel comfortable with because then that that's what you're feeling that's the energy you're feeling it resonates with you I'd also say as well that do find people that can support you or at least you can talk to and I come back to what I said earlier on after three months I just I just felt like I can't do this by myself I don't know anyone in my family who I could turn to and say look you know grandma was a psychic but she she wasn't none of my grandparents were my, my parents aren't anything like that so you may have that moment where you go oh right now's the moment I need to speak to someone I need to find my tribe if you want to call it that find my group find people I can really again just share my experience with so don't I want to say don't feel alone because I know on this journey when I first started it was a bit of a lonely journey and I've heard many mediums say that as well and that's because you know this is not something that you do in groups, right? It's not that like you say to your friends, right, come on, we're going down to spiritual church together. We're going to talk to dead people today. Come on. That's, <laughs> you're not going to the club here or going to the gym. So it's not, it's not that kind of thing you can say. So it can be a bit of a lonely journey, especially when no one around you believes it or has an incl- inclination to do it one interest in it so find those people that you know are going to support you as well and learn 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 experience 
the practice will come but make sure you're learning what you need to learn to back that practice up if that makes sense right. be a sponge take in what you need to take in and look i would say as well because i'm quite impatient i like to learn everything at once right i wouldn't advise that to anybody <laughs> learn bits that resonate with you at that moment once you've learned those things then move on to the next thing because i think there are people and it's not necessarily a bad thing because people want to learn but i think sometimes we want to learn the mediumship and at the same time we want to learn about the healing they want to learn about numerology they want to learn about and doing it all too much at once you never master any of them because you're too busy putting your you putting your nose into other places at the same time so take something learn as much as you can with it get all that knowledge and then you can bring other stuff into it as well right i think sometimes the healing and the mediumship do go together that's what i did but then when you've got other things that you're interested in just you know be aware of the timing of it and be aware that you need to be yourself in the right mindset to also take that new knowledge on board as well and and without neglecting what you're currently doing that makes sense totally makes sense advice Totally makes sense because like you're singing to the choir, David, because when I was in my early development, I was so excited. I was, I mean, I don't have my partitions up to date, but I have a five-tier bookshelf. I have hundreds of books, lots of spiritualist books because my ministry training, but mediumship development, all of this. And I've got all different kinds of spiritual books. And I was like soaking it all in. But then I found it was like the information was becoming very convoluted. It was hard to like make sense of it and to have the information like find its place you know and so i just went that's it that's it no i'm sticking with mediumship for now and then like what you're saying bring in something else at the time and for myself i'm very similar to you i did the healing and the mediumship at the same time because it was part of what i was doing at the church and it was great and i loved it but be, be mindful, even though you are very excited and sometimes in our overzealousness, we can overdo it. We can overdo mm. it, right? Yeah. You know, the pendulum can swing one way, but it's it's going to come back. And when it comes back, it's not always comfortable. So take your time. Yeah, take with your time. It. Take yes. your time. You have a lifetime to learn. And what you don't learn in this lifetime Friends, you'll continue learning in the next, in the afterlife. Not to worry. I promise you that. Promise you that. David, you are doing some really cool work on SPTV. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so I was lucky enough last just last year now. Oh my God. I was approached by the producer of S2 to have my own show, which I obviously said yes to. So yeah, I have my own show. It's called Midweek Mediumship. And it's a fortnightly on a Wednesday at 6 p.m. And actually, it's my first one back tomorrow for 2024. So my first show on SPTV of 2024 is tomorrow at 6 p.m. UK time. So that's about what's well, early for where you guys are, I suppose. Yeah, it's about 9 a.m. Um, or yeah. 10 a.m., 10 a.m. 10 a.m., yeah. But if you, if you can make it, then please do. And for me, it's purely about mediumship. That's why it's called you know, midweek mediumship. I don't do cards or anything like that. It's purely communicating with spirit to bring that evidence and those messages through to those that that, that are watching so so yeah so i was very fortunate and and obviously very grateful to be approached to to do it so yeah that's my little show on sptv 
We're going to have a link in the show notes, everybody, so you can check it out. David, would you like to tell the listeners how they can get in contact with you and what you have coming up and coming for 2024? Yeah, so I'm on Facebook as David H. Spiritual Medium. So contact me through there. Email davidhmedium at outlook.com. And I've recently launched my brand new website as well. So that's davidhmedium.co.uk. So you can find me there as well. All my dates are on there, actually. So I've got a calendar. You just click on, you can find where I am. But yeah, this it's going to be a busy year, I think. So February, I'm pretty much booked up for my public events I do I have got room for one-to-ones as well but you know I'm taking a, a long break in January so I go to Thailand next week so January is quite a quiet one for me which is nice but I'll be on the beach with a cocktail and whatever else I'm doing there and then yeah so from February I am traveling around pretty much my local area to churches and centers doing divine services and evenings of mediumship and things and I love some stuff coming up with alongside the fabulous Bill Hughes psychic medium who I refer to as my fairy godfather and and Kerry Standfast as well who is one of Lisa Williams's master teachers so we've got some things coming up in um, 2024 as well we did a couple of stuff a couple of things together last year but 2024 we've got more stuff that's being planned as well so if anyone wants to know where I am, what I'm doing, then yeah, just go onto my website, onto the calendar, you can see where I am. And I've got a couple of online services as well. So if you are outside of the UK, as a lot of my clients are actually, I'm doing some online stuff as well. So you can all join the services or the evenings of mediumship that I'm doing there. But yeah, it's all on the it's all on the website. Brilliant. So you can find that information, everybody, in the show notes. David, it's been so awesome to have you on the show and to Thanks get to me. know you. It's incredible. No, thank you. It's no, thank you for, um, for, for inviting me. Thank you very My much. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Connected Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed diving into this beautiful conversation. And if you loved what you heard, be sure to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me, and it helps me reach more people who can benefit from these conversations. Remember, you're not alone in your spiritual journey. So stay connected with me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is at Medium Courtney Dawson. You can also subscribe to my weekly newsletter, The Connected Spirit, and the link is in the show notes. Keep exploring, keep growing, and always remember that there's a greater purpose guiding you on this incredible journey. Until next time, stay connected and embrace the power of your spirit.